When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now the voice of New Zealand Rugby joins us on the programme, Grant But Afternoon to you, Grant. Welcome. G'day, Mark. Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Right, let's have a look first at that Crusaders-Waratahs game last night. I've said this, and I said this a few weeks ago, I still think the Crusaders will win the Super Rugby comp. Are they just building nicely at the right time? When you look at the changes they make week in, week out, they just seem to have so much depth. Yeah, I think their big issue is going to be injuries. Um... And they copped a couple more yesterday, and fairly significant ones too. And poor old Cullen Grace, he can't, he just can't take a trick. Um, and David Harvey, that's a bit of a worry too, Justin. Um, I don't know whether it was a hamstring or not. And initially, I think we thought it might have been cramp, but um, it could be worse than that. Yeah. Good afternoon, Nisbo. And um, yeah, firstly, thanks for your your kind words earlier. Uh, meant a lot, and totally appreciate it. Uh, yeah, cracking on with the game. Um, it is a hamstring for, for David Harvelli, so that, that will be probably him out of the rest of the comp, you would think. Um, you don't tend to get back from a decent hamstring tear any quicker than six weeks. So when you think Cullen Grace left the field as well and the injuries they've already got, you know, we've already chatted about the, the fact that they needed to get John Afoa back. Uh, that's how desperate they are getting with the greatest respect to John Afoa, but it's going to show that they are really getting pretty well deep into their resources, aren't they? So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Scott Robinson manages next week with a tough old battle against the Hurricanes uh, and then gets his, a, a fit squad that he can launch as an assault on this title um, once it comes to knockout rugby. So it's a big game next week, isn't it? What did you make of the Hurricanes-Blues game? Oh... Justin, you know that I'm a Hurricanes man, and they just annoy me. <laughs> they just annoy me with the with the number of errors and in mistakes. Yeah. Uh, it was a winnable game for them. They couldn't get their line out throws right. Admittedly, it was a tough night. It was uh, raining. We'd just come off a beautiful night in Christchurch. It's hard to believe in the same country that it could be so much different. Um, you know, in as I say, in the same country. But it was a very difficult night. Um, but it was a winnable game for them. They didn't kick any goals at all. Um, you know, I just, I just, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. Tell you what, though, and it's an absolute disgrace that he wasn't nominated last year, but it just highlighted, even in a losing team, just how good um, Artie Severa is. He is, without doubt, in my opinion, the best footballer in the world at the moment, certainly the most influential. But the other player, and I do want to discuss it, particularly off the injury concern around David Harvey, Bryce Heem, how underrated is he as a footballer? Because he was simply magnificent last night at second 5-8 for the Blues. Yeah, look, I thought he played really well, and, and he's one of those go-to guys, and he has been a go-to guy for a long, long time. Um, he's got that ability to, uh, to fill in when someone else falls over, but not only that, to make an impact, and you're dead right, he was, um, he was outstanding last night. Underrated, um, I think is a fair comment, and there are a few underrated players around, but he's certainly one of them. 
Okay. Sorry, I just thought we were going to get Justin jumping then. Uh, looking just just looking at some of the other aspects of that game last night. One player for the Hurricanes who seems to be just making incredible progress every week is the lock uh, Walker Lewery. What do you make of him? Can you see sort of All Black on his back in the future? I think if he can, um, I think if he can avoid uh, getting yellow cards, I think he's copped a few this year, and avoid giving away silly penalties. He's certainly in the mix. I mean, we know there's going to be a big turnover of locks next year because uh, no white lock, no retallic. If you're talking All Blacks, then we have to start looking at some of the other blokes that are running around. And he's been a bit of a constant. He's a Maori All Black. Um, he's certainly got size on his uh, on his side, but I think. He is going to have to try and avoid um, penalties, yellow cards. I think he even copped a red card this year. But um, he's in the mix, Justin. Yeah, I think he is in his boat. Yeah, absolutely. And pretty much you'd have to think post-Rugby World Cup because certainly uh, Sam Whitelock uh, will, will no longer be around and, and there's also some... Um, vacancies there, I, th- I think, for, for him um, to be able to push towards, um, you know, partnering someone like Scott Barrett. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and you like you said, if he can just get his discipline right, uh, that'll make a major, major difference. Um, hey, look, uh, I was just glancing my eye. That's why there was a pause before, and my apologies for that, because um, I was glancing my eye over the points table. Now, what is it the Chiefs-Brumbies game? Now, I, I was looking at the fact that now the Brumbies are in fourth on 41. They were massively in control of their destiny. And I actually thought last night the Chiefs were that better, that much better better side than what the Brumbies were. I was quite surprised. But do you do you think they've basically bottled it? Because they just don't seem to be the side they were early season. Who, the Brumbies? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, and I, my mind goes back, and you and I talked about it at the time. My mind goes back to the time... Uh, when they bought a, a second-string team to Christchurch. And we both agreed at the time that the Crusaders were quite vulnerable. And Stephen Larkin made a big decision to um, to leave most of his key players at home. And I felt that was a real opportunity for them uh, to get a rare away win at the Crusaders. But they, they passed up that opportunity. Um, and now I think it's starting to uh, to have some sort of effect. Yeah, the Chiefs were very good last night. And I think they just endorsed their favouritism for this title. You know, we talk about the Crusaders, but I think whatever happens uh, is, um, you know, if the Crusaders do make it to the final, they're going to have to go to Hamilton and uh, and beat the Chiefs there, which is uh, pretty hard to do. So, um, look, I think the Brumbies, while they'll get a home semi-final, at least a home quarter-final, not sure at this stage who they'll play, but um, they had a big opportunity last night for sure. So, so if you're Jason Holland, now I've just talked about this big game against the Crusaders, but should you say that the Brumbies are going to win? Now, the Hurricanes sitting in fifth spot, they're probably not going to elevate themselves and they're not going to be caught by the team that's below them, which is the Waratahs, who are six points behind. What, what does Jason Holland do next week, mate? Because it's the last round, obviously, before knockout rugby. But equally, he could probably rest a few players um, and freshen them up if he wanted to. But we've seen that that can be catastrophic for teams when they tend to do that before finals. What do you think he will do? Do you think he'll go um, all in and try and beat the Crusaders next weekend? I think he has to. I think um, you have to take momentum into the quarterfinals, Justin. And 
and the blokes you're talking about, you know, the Barretts and the um, uh, the, the Lomaxes and um, and the Artie Savias, they've had a break. I think they'll be raring to go. I think they'll they'll say, let us go, let us have a crack here. Um, I think he's got to be all in, uh, simply because he's going to have to take momentum into the quarterfinals. Mm. Yeah, look, I think you've just got to do it for the fans too. I think fans have just had enough. I think there's enough out there. Fans just want to see the best players turn up and you can look too far ahead, but you've still got to win the game in front of you. Uh, look, I, I just want to go back to the midfield discussion and I know that there is, boy, a queue at the moment for some of those all-black positions. And I know, Justin, you named him recently, I think, with Martin Devlin on a show where you talked about Billy Proctor and just how good he's been this year. When we look at our mm. great midfield combinations over the years and you go back to Walter Little and Frank Bunce and then you clearly go back to Conrad Smith and um, Ma Nonu, is there potential here for Geordie Barrett and Proctor in the future? Some, somebody? Oh, sorry, I thought Justin was going to jump in there. Um, <laughs> look, yeah, I think there is. I think Billy Proctor is a potential all-black. His brother was an all-black for only one game. But nevertheless, um, he continues to uh, to impress. Uh, maybe not this year. Um, sometime in the future, perhaps. Um, you know, when you're looking at World Cup positions in the midfield... Uh, guy we didn't see last night, uh, Leonard Brown, um, I think he is very much to the forefront and I'd be disappointed if he didn't make it to the World Cup. You've still got Jack Goodhue. Uh, David Avili is going to be there, I'm sure, even though he may not see out the Super Rugby season. I'm sure when the All Blacks come around, we're going we're gonna to see him. We've got Geordie Barrett as well, of course. So, look, um, and, and Rico Ioane. We've got a bit of a log jam there. And admittedly, some of them have been a little bit injury prone this year. But um, I think Billy Proctor is a player for the future. Um, it may not be in 2023, but, um, you know, when there's a bit of a clean-out at the end of the World Cup, maybe in 2024, Justin. Boy, he's got some speed, though, hasn't he, Justin? He showed some wheels last night. Oh, he did, but he's got a great set of skills as well. You know, the the offload that he, he made to uh, Naholo to go over, you know, in those types of conditions, out of the back of the hand while falling, that, that's not easy to execute, and he regularly makes good decisions. It's no coincidence that the outside backs at the Hurricanes are prospering because he's just very good at recognising when he can fix defenders and others can be in space. He he, he is, in general, a traditional style centre. So I agree with Nisbo. I'm, I'm not sure it would be as close as being this year because it's such a congested year for the All Blacks and they don't have really a lot of time to experiment and find out about a player. But he must be certainly in their thoughts as Definitely a player to, to pencil in um, to, to give an opportunity at some stage if he continues to play the way he is. And Nisbe, just finally, Mark Talia, four tries last night, the one in the 79th minute, that little pick up off the ground in wet conditions, just a remarkable piece of skill. Really, people do need to watch it. Is he cemented himself in the 14 jersey based off the back of that for, in the minds of maybe the All Black selectors and clearly on what he did on the end of the year tour last year? Yeah, look, I think so. I think so. Um, I thought he was very good when he wore the All Black jersey with limited opportunities, as you said, at the end of last year. And he's done absolutely nothing wrong in Super Rugby, and he was outstanding last night. He really was. Uh, all you're asking of wingers is to finish, and he did it every time he got an opportunity. So if I was picking an All Black team to play uh, tomorrow, he'd be my number 14 for sure. I was just having a chuckle to myself, Nisbo. I was thinking about our boat trip down into uh, Dusky Sound 
and the back all black back line that um, I managed to ride out was Talia in it. I can't, can't remember. It was, too, it was too many beers deep. <laughs> I think the problem was we were trying to find a place for Will Jordan, weren't we? Because uh, yes. I think we both agree that if Will Jordan is fit, he has to be in the starting All Black 15. And uh, it's a question of where. Oh, you play him at fullback. Stevenson on one wing and you put um, and Talia on the other wing, surely. What do you do with Fai Anuku? Off the bench. Off the bench, okay. <laughs> I think Fai Anuku was in our um, our Bears boat team. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to disagree with you there, Watto. No, sure. Hey, that's the great thing. We just want the debate, don't we? As long as we're debating that rugby's healthy. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And, and, you know, Ian Foster's got some very tough decisions coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, Grant Nisbet, thank you for your time this afternoon. Greatly appreciated and great call yesterday. Thank you, mate. Cheers.